It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Uh, As with some other recent episodes, I'm not in my apartment. I'm house-sitting. There's a dog. Um, Not the same dog as past episodes where I was house-sitting. This is a female dog, a bitch, if you will. And I'm very uh, happy to have in the house that I'm house-sitting for Alan McLeod, who you might know from uh, Drunk History. He appeared drunkenly. And uh, you might have seen him pop in on Parks and Rec. And he's a mainstay at the UCB Theater in L.A. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Good. We already had nice. You're the first person to ever bring a snack to the to the show. What really? Yeah, that's a shame. Caramel that should be corn. mandatory. You have to pick a show and bring a snack. Yeah, and the snack should relate somehow to the show. Mm-hmm. And how does your you gave brought caramel corn cookies? Yes, that were not. I didn't make them actually. Okay, um, a friend made them, but I had to like regift. I had to regift, not because they're bad; they're delicious. I just was. I've just been eating them. Too yeah, much. that's. Um, uh, I got um, for a birthday present. My uh, brother-in-law got me a huge package of nuts from mm-hmm. nuts. dot com, and they were really good. But I had yeah. at a certain point, you have to start. You got. I got to stop. I got to give some of this away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I had, like, a little Christmas Eve, like, party dinner. Mm-hmm. And That's nice. Did, yeah, it was nice. And I did a lot of cooking, and, and everybody, it was a potluck, and everybody brought stuff. And so at the end of the night, if you're hosting that sort of thing, you get left with a ton of stuff. So since Christmas, I've just been, my whole life has been managing and leftovers. That's pretty much the scam of hosting a, a party like that is yeah. you it's just a way to eat for another yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I have food for for weeks now. And do you ha- you also have to cook something? I assume. I did. I smoked a turkey. Whoa! On a on a smoker. Yeah. Is a smoker something you have inside? The dog's going crazy. Um, is a smoker <laughs> an indoor thing or an outdoor thing? I assume it has to be outdoors. It is an outdoor thing. Yeah, it's like this big double barrel smoker, and you. It's a garbage can. You cooked like a, a turkey it's in like a garbage two, can. It's like one big garbage can mm-hmm. linked to a small garbage can, and you set a fire in the small garbage can, and the smoke goes into the big garbage can. That sounds dope. So that the turkey's not on direct heat. Was it delicious? It smoked. Yeah, it turned out really well. I'd never <clears throat> made a turkey at all, so it was kind of risky. Um, and it was like basically just black when I took it out, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's Whoa! Over. And, but it. that was just the that was just the outer coating. Um, nice. Because I'd done like a br- I'd brined it and stuff. Holy shit! I did a whole yeah. It was so you didn't half-ass this. Uh, no, no, I went for it and and it uh, paid off. You yeah. went for the gambit. Yeah. And it paid off. Yeah. It and did. that's the perfect segue gambit. Gambit and to the a, show a, a that popular X Man, a, po- a popular X Man who's in the X who's in the Marvel universe, who's in the Marvel universe. So let's segue into what show did you decide to watch today? Marvel's Agents of Shield. Um, I saw some of the pilot, uh-huh. I think, um, but I haven't kept up with it. Not right. out of dislike, just out of you know, it's, uh, I, there's so many shows out there. Are you a are are you a Marvel fan and are you a fan of the show? I'm a Marvel fan and I'm hoping I'm hoping the show improves. Right now I I was super psyched about it and then I watched the pilot and I was a little bit 
underwhelmed, I right. guess. I don't know what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, but somehow something was off. Like, you know, you really, I really, everybody loves this character that Clark Gregg plays of Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson, and he's right. He's kind of the reason to watch the show. And I love that guy too. He's and great. he's, uh, he's in the movies. He died in the Avengers. Died uh, spo- in the- spoiler alert. Oh my God. Yeah, I well, I mean, I think it's part of, it's part of the it's show. It's kind of part of the show. They get right to that. Right. Then- and uh, but he and he comes back in the first episode and it's like whoa he's alive yeah it's like you're supposed to be like oh my god what's right. going on and that's the big overarching mystery of the series and from reading up about the show a little bit my guess is it's sort of it's the agents of shield shield describe shield to a non comics fan what it what it is shield is like the FBI and the CIA and the Secret Service all rolled into one for 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 superheroes, and they manage like all the they manage they keep track of all the people with superpowers, and they kind of figure out whether they can kind of uh, recruit them to be a part of Shield and be like a super soldier or super agent type person, like an uh, like a Captain America, like a the- Captain America, um, or. Whether they got to, like, contain them somehow. Because they're dangerous to themselves and others. Yeah. So this is sort of the show, just reading on it, it sort of seems like sort of an X-Files for comic book heroes. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got, like, you know, sort of a villain of the week type of situation. And then there's little threads that they're kind of, like, dropping in that, you know, are, are kind of building and, you know... Uh, throughout the whole series um, on paper the show i would really like it right right and then there's just but there's just something off about it but i keep watching it like i'll just kind of it's a thing that i watch either like really late at night and i'll get really stoned and watch a couple episodes right. or i'll kind of binge watch it when i'm first wake up in the morning and i'm just <laughs> kind of really groggy and just like need something to you know sort of mindless sort of in yeah, the background like yeah. to get your brain moving a little bit yeah yeah just get my brain moving so it's either there to wake you get your brain moving or shut it down <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's never it's a midday not, thing it's not like everybody come over right at seven and we'll watch agent of shield right and like we'll all be you know we'll eat some like, smoked turkey like madman or something like right that. so this is but, this i assume this isn't your first time watching midday but when we're recording this this is about noon right so this is and i just to keep it i just woke up like 20 minutes ago so i could try to keep right? it like and i'm about to go to sleep in like an hour and a half so this is perfect, perfect. So we'll get both ends of the spectrum of how I interpret the show. Right. And um, so the episode that you chose, this is one you haven't seen, right? I haven't seen this episode. Like I, it gets kind of like, cause I don't watch it. Like it just kind of gets jumbled up on the DVR cause it'll re-air or replay right. old episodes. You gotta, so. on the DVR, you gotta say only new episodes. Is that what it, is that what you do? I think you gotta do that. Now you have something in, uh, in LA, you, you guys mostly have like UVerse or direct TV in New York. It's all, Time Warner Cable, which is the worst, but that's an option. Yeah, I have DirecTV, and what happens is I just have to keep track of what's on the DVD. And if it looks like I'm losing right. old like episodes, then that means I have to like binge watch. You have to watch bit. it. I didn't realize that you could select that. Yeah, that's the main difference between like people talk about the difference between LA and New York. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest, I'd say. Oh yeah, that's the that's probably the biggest difference between LA and New York. I, I think that. 
a lot of people don't mention like yeah. the the TV services. Yeah. It's sort of the, the I think especially if you're going into the entertainment field, it's sort of like Yeah, that's the big choice you need to make. I think if you're coming out yeah. of college and you're interested in going into the showbiz, it's either going to be LA or New York. Right. And then the question is, do you want to watch TV on DirecTV, right? Or Time Warner Cable, right? Do you want to be able to just keep the new episodes? And like Chicago, they don't even have cable TV, so that's sort of not even really an option. It's not an option. Chicago is there's nothing there. It's, yeah. it's the Detroit of the entertainment world. I mean, and Detroit is the Chicago of the car of the car industry. industry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When they have really good cable services there, though, but oh, great cable no enter- services. But- no entertainment. No entertainment. <laughs> they uh, don't. They don't believe in music, or I mean, they have cable, so they have TV, but they just don't watch it. They don't watch it's. I mean, we could do a whole thing, I guess, on Chicago. I know we could like, go really like, go deep. <laughs> um, so let's but, this um, the the summary on this episode. It's called. I, 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 I know watched, how I pronounce this. Is like this. midway through the season, right? But I've watched episodes beyond this right. not even knowing that i was watching beyond like because it just how it pops up and it doesn't have an episode number right 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 so that's what that's how this shows like you don't have to be able to follow there's the an overarching thing but it's mostly episodic yeah yeah and uh this one's i guess i'm gonna pronounce it fizzed is yeah, the name it's of it like fizzed like it, fizzed fizzed oh like you know, a uh, like a electricity crackle like a laser gun or something yeah like a laser gun so and the summary the synopsis is when floating bodies are discovered colson and the team pursue an elusive killer mhm so there you go i mean that's like okay what does that have to do with the larger right stuff going on i'm not sure but this is them just doing their day in day out jobs and this is the big thing with um that Marvel is doing is they're creating this. Inter- I mean, they've always had a uni- the Marvel universe mm-hmm. in the comics, but they're bringing the that cinematic to cinematic universe. Exactly. You know? That's what's that's what's interesting. I think that's what's most notable about the show is that it 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 uh, bridges the cinematic universe to television now. Yeah. So that it's the first show I'm aware of that was trying to coordinate the series with the movies that are going so it's kicks off in the aftermath of the avengers right and then they even when the last thor the dark world movie came out right they had an episode that related to that to the film right that's 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 a cool idea it's a cool concept and it's really ambitious really ambitious right 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 and that's Joss Whedon, who's the guy behind it, who's sort of like overseeing the entire yeah yeah universe. And they've even had like Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel L. Jackson come on to the show like at, at the end. I, I read that, and when I was going to say it, I was going to say Philip Seymour Hoffman made an appearance, but it's oh, yeah. <laughs> it's well, not. It's, no, it's it's Samuel Jackson. It's the the guy that you that people confuse Samuel L. Jackson for. I'd say uh, if, in terms of contemporary actors, they're the ones that are usually lumped together when you yeah. Hear. It's like either. Either or, and they usually I when like if Samuel Jackson passes on a role or he's busy, it's usually given Philip to Philip Seymour Hoffman, yeah, yeah, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a that's a cool like Hollywood I don't know relationship that maybe a lot of people don't know. Yeah, it's sort of an insight. Like Black Snake Moan was written for Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, it was going to be White Snake Moan. Yeah, <laughs> but they had, at the last minute. Uh, I completely changed it. Wow, the do- yeah. the dog Wiley is is all up on you. Yeah, and he might smell my dog. 
What kind of dog? Who's a friend of Wiley. Oh, really? Yeah. This is bringing the worlds together. Mm-hmm. They're sort of the Philip Seymour Hoffman, Samuel L. of dogs. Oh, yeah. That's what we've always said. That's, yeah. And I didn't even know that you've said that, but I could yeah. just sense that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to watch this episode of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Anything that you are looking forward to or is speci- of specific interest that I should look out for as somebody who's barely watched the show at all? Um, I think it's, uh, gosh, uh, you know, I guess it's fun to see the sort of, uh, the ways they try to cram in like the overarching stuff, right. you know, just to keep, just to remind you, oh yeah, this is going on. Like they'll be know? like, oh man, that's sort of like X-Men. Yeah. They'll say, they'll just drop the names. Of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also usually when it's like kind of a villain of the week thing, which it sounds like it's usually ties back to that big new battle of New York. Right. Chitauri invasion, which is the right. aliens that invaded. That's and a it's, big it's about fight all scene. The kind of like the, you know, which is like another kind of interesting idea, which is that you have a big, huge alien fight in Manhattan. And after it's all cleaned up, like what, kind of mess does that leave like so people like in the first episode that guy who was super strong like, right he had a chitari like little energy thing on right his arm, you so know? The people were affected so was yeah, that meaning were, like picking up pieces of aliens and alien machinery and that sort of gave them powers shield has to kind of like find all these loose things yeah it gives them powers and stuff it's so. a cool concept i'm it, you know it's for some reason it's it, you know it's kind of I, th- I think it's getting better i think the i think it's maybe hopefully well i'll judge it getting cool. i'll yeah, judge I, it I, if it's I'm getting better by no this. one ever watches this with me so i'm interested in your your and I'll give you an honest rundown. I'll give Please. it. To, I'll give it to you. I worked really hard on it. Yeah. Well. Uh, so this is uh, episode six, Fist, and you starring you. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Whether it was eight seconds or forty, you died. There's no way you can go through a trauma like that and not come out of it changed. You know how long it's taken me. To- I know. things is to remind us that there is no going back there's only moving forward you feel different because you are different okie dokie right. we just finished fizzed Agents episode of Agents of Shield, Marvel's Agents of Shield, or um, just straight up Agents of Shield is what has some people ABC, call. Disney's, Marvel's, ESPN because ESPN. ESPN is also a ABC Disney uh, company. Food Network, Food Network, um, Agents of Shield, Paula Deen, Paula Deen, starring Paula Deen, Marvel's Paula Deen. That, uh, now that could be a comic book. There we go. <laughs> um, so we just watched the episode. Uh, what are your thoughts after? What's your general? Well, we'll walk through the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But what was your general feelings after watching that episode? Um, I, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I liked, I liked the episode. It, it was, you know, I think it gets a little more. You get to know. Uh, 
it maybe made me care about the scientist characters a mm-hmm. little bit more, the little Scottish scientists. Yeah, they're they two the sort of uh, specialty people mm-hmm. who look at chemicals and physics stuff. Yeah. And like they, in most yeah. like CSI type shows, they have right. the like the... They're the CSI guys and they come in and they have all these gadgets that they'll investigate the scene to see if there's kind of any weird viruses in the in the case of this particular episode but you know um but yeah i hadn't seen one that was kind of or that i recall that's kind of like focused on them and they're kind of always in the background just like for a little comic relief right you know? well, that's one thing that i noticed that now i mean i've seen a lot of the marvel films but i forget with the with colson in them and the when agents of shield are represented in the movies there's not a lot of humor with like Coulson in the movies, is there? He is the he's, con- he's he, the funny guy kind of in the movie. He's like the starstruck. Like he was a big fan of Captain America. Okay. Um. In and so he was like he was like you know he had like the little superhero cards that got like like uh like trading cards. That, okay. That he kept on him and that. And that's what Nick Fury showed to the team. He showed him these bloody um, playing cards that right. like, were Captain America and Thor and all them. Okay. And after Coulson got killed in the movie. Right. Which, for which eight then seconds. Sort of galvanized them. Yeah, for eight seconds to 40 seconds. They, yeah, they make a big deal because I remember in the pilot they made a big deal about him being dead for eight seconds. And this they mentioned that he was dead for eight seconds, I'd say three or four times. And then there was a reference to somebody said, I don't know if you're dead for eight seconds or for 40 seconds. <laughs> which, I would say, which I would think that, like... What's I don't know what the big difference is there. I guess I guess the more I mean I guess the brain damage. The less time there's oxygen going to your brain, the more brain damage. Okay, but I, I feel like if if forty seconds happened, it would be much worse than eight seconds. Yeah. So she should care. The yeah. woman who said that. Yeah. She should have said, "I do care." Melinda May was Melinda May who pilots the little plane that they fly around. Right. So there. So, but I, well, what I was going to say was that this seemed like. The first, like, 15 minutes, there's a lot of comedy in it, you know, like a lot of, like, between the uh, the scientists, Agent Coulson had a lot of jokes, mm-hmm. like a lot of them doing imitations of yeah. each other and stuff. And I just, right. I guess it sort of caught me off guard a little bit because obviously comic books are fun and they have, like, you know, like mm-hmm. Peter Parker, hey, he's going to throw a rib your way, you know, he's going to rib oh, you. He's, yeah. He's going to roast you a little bit. He's going to. He's gonna raz you a little bit. Yeah, you're gonna he webs you. You're gonna ra- get a raz and a web. Um, but I felt like with this show, it could. It feels like it could be a little bit darker. You know what I mean? Like because yeah, the, the co- comedy of it made it feel a little bit more generic in my head. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like that this was like, oh yeah, it's one of those shows. Every character has their own little thing mm-hmm. that's like a little quirk or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's not bad, but it just didn't feel yeah. like the. I think they try to keep it light, like action comedy or something. I, I guess, but no, I agree. It could get really dark and scary, and and I guess they have some, you know, maybe, maybe that makes the creepier bad guys stand out more when they right. do. But um, there, well, there wasn't really a. a bad guy in this particular That's right. episode. So let's go through this sort of episode for those who aren't watching along with us, the the what happened in the episode. Basically it opens on the equivalent of a Boy Scout troop. Um, telling uh, 
ghost stories. Telling uh, ghost stories by the fire, which is a classic way to yeah. start. And the the ghost or the the murderer in the story was called the crying man, I think. Right. And you can hear him crying faintly in the woods or something. Right. And then one of the the scout leaders makes like a fake crying sound or something. Uh-huh. And they're all like, ooh, that's obviously yeah. fake. And then they hear something real. Yeah. He goes out into the woods and everybody freaks out and, yeah. because they think something happened to him because there's this big sound. It's a fizzed. There's a fizzed. The titular fizzed. Yeah, the titular sound mm-hmm. and then the boy scouts and the, uh, like an other co like younger co-leader run into a car and the battery of the car flip like shoots out of the hood sh- shoots, and, shoots out of the hood and lands several feet away like maybe, maybe. i'd say like eight to 40 feet yeah like somewhere, somewhere between eight and 40 feet <laughs> yeah and I don't care that which if, if it was that's eight, the measurement that we're that they go by generally when they're comparing Numbers, yeah, measure, yeah, distance um, on the show, and uh, and it turns out that the guy, the main scout leader, died, but he died floating. Right when you die of whatever this thing is, you float. You f- you float in the air, and you you're and, and you're sort of, of electrified too. Yeah, you have little electric currents. And we caught in the first. I wrote it down in the first scene. We counted sixteen fist sounds. Yeah. Uh, on on camera, and then uh, three to three or four off camera. Yeah, eight fists. to forty. Eight off to camera. forty off camera fists. Because um, we, f- we figured we'd try to keep track mm-hmm. of the fists, and um, so that's sort of the the basis of and the, the episode. whole episode. I think there was probably thirty fists. I stopped counting at twenty four, but I think there were probably about thirty mm-hmm. to thirty five, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or eight to forty. Eight to forty, <laughs> and. Um, <clears throat> so this the episode then the shield crew agent paulson the scientist agent may is that her name agent may yeah uh-huh um and so the who's the strong guy the, the strong guy is ward ward agent ward m ward the, m ward the, yeah the, the musician right right he's he's m ward uh because M. Ward has long existed in the Marvel universe. Right. It started in the comics. And then Joss Whedon was like, let's make this a real musician. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is interesting because you were talking about before, like, the mix between TV and movies in the mm-hmm. world. But I think it's sort of interesting when they sort of bridged out of that and into, made it into... Like, uh, indie kind of, like, folk music. Yeah, that like, sort of scene. That genre. And I think they're because working... a lot of people didn't know that M stands for muscles. Right. Muscles Ward. Yeah, is his name if you say it. And I think in the next, uh, I don't know if it's the next Thor or the next Captain America, but uh, Bonnie Vare is yeah. going to be worked into that. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I think is would be fun. And I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I would love to hear just a little backing music of his, like when he's fighting people, and uh, yeah, just some really sort of sad, emotional, yeah, just simple. You know, stripped Something down, simple, stripped down. You know, folk kind of moany song. Yeah, playing while he's, uh, I don't know, like uh, picking up one of the infinity uh, gems. The gems, yes. Yeah. Uh, by what's the big guy who we saw at the end? Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. <clears throat> so. <laughs> <laughs> 
So. But, I mean, they're, they're, that's why this show's great because there's so much going on. There's yeah, there is a lot of interconnectivity, it. a lot of Easter eggs, and you know, too, you know, generally. Um. So, so the basic the episode is the the Shield team, M Ward, Coulson, all those guys are investigating. Uh, how did this guy die? Why was he floating? What's what's happening? And and they find another at, guy. They find another guy. They see an energy source on this on their uh-huh. big you know board you know computer screen thing. They follow it and they find another guy dead. And it turns out they were on the same, both on the same fire department. They were in the fire department that were, they were first responders when, um, uh, when uh, the Chitauri aliens attacked New York. Right. um, At, you know, under the uh, orders of Loki. In in Avengers, yeah, Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Um, For those listening, there's a dog sort of going crazy in a weird way right now. He's just kind of uh, scratching at the. uh, He's just kind of digging at the couch cushion. It's a she, but I've been calling her a he too. Oh really? Yeah. Most dogs, I I assume are boys. Yeah. When I see them in cats, I assume are girls. Yeah, unless I'm told otherwise. Yeah, that's, that's the way it's done. Yeah, and her name's Wiley. Wiley's sort so of, I, a, a but sort that's fine. I don't have, I'm not making any judgment. Yeah, no, no, no. Your dog, whatever. You're, but you are, neutral. as you said, I'm not making any judgment. You just shook your head yeah. no, and you rolled your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was just for you, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I shouldn't have said. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> um, so M Ward Colson, they show up to the the second guy, and they find out that they were both on the same first responders team for the. Uh, uh, New York Fire Department, and that just mm-hmm. made me think of September 11th. 9/11, yeah. yeah, that sort of is. I, I don't know if you that think was first responders, New York, and you immediately think of uh, 9/11, and then and and that's probably what they want you to think. Yeah, it's sort of, but that, that's the weird thing is like, okay, we find out that <clears throat> they both died. For a minute, we we think that there's another. Um, there's another fire guy at the fire yeah. department who's acting really shady, and he yeah. and we see that he's holding a Chitari helmet. So you're like, this guy's been putting on that Chitari helmet and killing his his firefighter buddies, right? Which is in- intriguing, but it turns out that he's also about to die. He's, he's yeah, and the reason is that the three of them are infected by a Chitari disease because. The helmet that they found uh, after the attack on New York, they all cleaned it together. They cleaned the helmet together. <laughs> and he says, and we were bored on shift, so, so we all just, cleaned we the helmet. to clean the helmet because it was rusty. Because it was rusty. And it turns out it wasn't rust. That was, you know. That was the virus sort of manifesting, I guess, on the helmet. But to me, it's like, I think... Nine eleven. I think there's all this potential things that mm-hmm. sort of I'm not like digging deep to make this connection, right? And you know, like people obviously first responders to nine eleven had all these you know ba- terrible uh, disease. You know, right? Like, they inhaled a lot of ash. Inhaled the so, ash. There's mm-hmm. just so many health problems afterwards. And then these guys got sick because they cleaned a helmet. They cleaned a helmet. Yeah. And that just felt like such a weird to me. I mean, listen, yeah. hey. You know, it's fun. It's TV. We're we're all having fun. We're having fun here. But when he said, like to me, I said, I was like, why didn't they just say that they put the helmet on because they were goofing around? Yeah, they're yeah, like they're goofing around, or like we were rushing out to 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 take care of a blazing inferno, and um, 
I got this helmet confused for one of my firemen. Right, we all, and then yeah. all one by one. And I it put it very, down, and the next guy accidentally yeah. confused it. was it. a comedy of errors, and we all put it on thinking it was a fireman's helmet. And then we all la- kind of laughed about it and then didn't think about it again. But we did think about it again after because we were late to the fire and everybody died. Everybody died in the fire. and uh, So no, I'm not to play Monday but, morning quarterback, but that's what I, yeah. I think I would have done. Yeah, I think that would have been a smarter choice because it's kind of weak to, that they were just cleaning They're the just helmet. cleaning a helmet. We were just cleaning it. I mean, the, I just the idea of three grown men together. Right. It only takes one person to clean a helmet. It's not a giant helmet. No. Shatari a- heads are... Everybody knows how small the Chitaris heads are. Eight to forty millimeters. Yeah, eight to forty millimeters. And and they're smaller than fire department helmets, the firemen helmets. Those firemen helmets are really big these days. Yeah. Like, Ever since 9-11, the helmets have gotten much yeah. larger. Well, that's the whole I mean, you know, because of the the whole thing. The whole thing. All of the dangerous debris and that we learned can happen yeah and and then how the helmet size affects that yeah um so i thought that was a little bit i just thought that that was kind of cheesy for sure it was a little bit it's just like you know they're they're setting up all these interesting things and it could have just i feel like also another thing and i hate it to be hitting too hard because i enjoy i enjoyed it you know but um all the people who died those three firemen were all all didn't have families, you know what I mean? Like, oh, they didn't. Um, the first guy didn't. Who was the um, the oh. guy with the Cub Scout crew? Which is sort of weird that he didn't have a family and he's a Cub Scout. I mean, all right, let's yeah, jump yeah. to a conclusion there. We don't have to. They were but. all very. They were all very good, big in the community. They would. Yeah, they're all community, but a, yeah. and I thought that's like the same thing where. It's sort of playing it a little safe, you know what I mean? Convenient, like so we don't have to see the sadness of their family. Exactly. So, yeah, because they, you know, it's an ABC Disney show. They want to keep ESPN Paula Dean. Yeah, you don't want to see uh, Paula Dean on here crying and stuff. We want to crying and saying racist things, right? Um, Yeah, I just, I, I mean, to me, that's what I feel like. Elements of that of that nature sort of took me out a little bit because I feel like even in comics. Even though they're fun and everything, they do get dark and they do yeah. obviously mess around with those themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they oh, just sort sure. of surprised me a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that, that that was just very convenient. They didn't have families. And so there were all these loners. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like you could, uh, you you could maybe even tie that into the how the virus is contracted by people who don't have anyone or who something. don't lo- who can so it's it's it can cut off a right a a, a a lineage or something like it's that advanced whoa virus. yeah because like, then that would maybe fit with the uh, what happens in the episode is that uh, S- Agent Simmons, who's one of the little Scottish scientists. You say that they're gets... little. <laughs> I don't know how if they were notably shorter they're, than everybody else. Were they're they? eight to 40 inches, uh, inches tall. So I, I guess that is for humans. <laughs> for humans, they're pretty little. For Chitari. For Chitari, they're giants because the Chitari are kind of like smaller. Smaller. Yeah. Um, but Agent Simmons, who's working on the um, 
What was she was just studying it. She's just trying to figure out how the virus works, and she gets infected. Right, exactly. Then, she uh, when she when they approach the first body, she gets a, an electric shock off the body, oh, right. and she gets infected. Yeah. And her and her little Scottish friend, yeah. uh, I'm going to name him Polly because I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, we'll say Polly. I can't remember. Um, I think it was Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. That's yet another crossover. That's how ambitious this show is. I know. It's really cool because they mentioned, they sort of brought in The Sopranos, but they also was like sort of a segue into Lilyhammer at the end with with little Stevie Van Zandt. Which correlates with the new, like the Marvel Netflix deal, where they're going right. to have uh, and all these four new Netflix. Wait, shows. that's true. Isn't yeah. that true that yeah. they're now going to be doing? What are the? the they're going to sh- do series. You're going to have a Daredevil series, right? You're going to have a uh, Jenny Jones series. Remind she me was, who's Jenny Jones? She was. I want to say Jenny Jones. I th- Wait, is, she was is, Marvel Girl. Is, is not, Jenny Jones? Jenny the, Jones the talk show host. It's like it the Ricky be, Lake show. I might. I might be confusing her name. I, right. Jessica Jones, not okay. Jenny Jones. No, yeah. <laughs> Jenny Jones is like a '90s like <laughs> talk show host. <laughs> but she is. She what? But that talk show. It came out of the Marvel. Oh, universe. right, 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 right. That was because of um, Sally Jesse Raphael had this thing with uh, – she was sort of uh, in Spider-Man Venom's first girlfriend. Right, yeah, yeah. And because um, oh, Phil Donahue uh, was um, Dr. Octopus. And- right, 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 in uh, in one of the early Spider-Mans. Yeah. So, um, so they're but, doing a yeah. – So Jessica Jones, who was like Miss Marvel. Okay. Um I think that's right. She was one of the first. I I, I, I kind of lose track. I don't know who all's been Miss Marvel or Marvel Girl. I think she's one of those though. But she kind of like I read some of that book, and it was it was kind of like the Jessica Jones character was like a former superhero who is now a private detective. So she okay. didn't like suit up, but she would like hook up with this other guy who's got a Netflix show that's a superhero guy, Luke Cage. Oh yeah, I remember that. So I know gonna, that name. He's gonna have a show, and then Iron Fist is the other is the fourth guy that's gonna have a show. I don't know Iron Fist. Iron Fist is like a, I don't know. I never read any Iron Fist. He's kind of like a ninja guy, okay, or something. It's really cool. Again, it's really is. cool that they're trying to do yeah. this. Like, I hope but it's... they're part of a group called the Defenders. I want to say okay. And so they're kind of like not the same power level as the Avengers. Wait, so they're all separate, having separate shows, even though they're in the same group. They're all having separate shows, but then they're going to have their the group crossover. miniseries. That's what wow. So they're gonna all going to. Oh, that's really so then they cool. They will have the Defender show again. So super like, ambitious. You have so it's like the cinematic universe where you started with Iron Man and right. Captain America and Thor and everything. They're doing it, you know. Uh, in a more, they're doing the TV version of that. I ho- I hope it works. Hey, I, you, you know, it's like I'm I'm excited that they're trying stuff like yeah, this, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely impressive. Yeah, I think the thing is that I I uh, I think that I would feel more rewarded for watching all the stuff if they didn't like have to mention everything that you might have missed if you didn't see like a previous episode and right. Every they sort of episode. have to re- continually you have to be reminded that Colson died like every episode in this episode. He talks about it like three or four times. Yeah. Maybe more. And it's like that, but that's almost every episode. It's like, you have to know agent Colson died every time. So it's like, I mean, is that what every epi- is that what a third of 
to a fourth of every episode yeah. of these other shows. Well, I feel, like, like, I feel like I feel like with we ne- might be joining a team later on. But I think that's the difference, hopefully, between an ABC show and a Netflix show. You know, is that yeah. uh, that Netflix shows are a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, and the 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 uh, Jessica Jones thing was pretty dark. I remember reading. I was reading. That's cool. Yeah, because that's what I was missing. I said it before. Yeah. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. That that's what I was. The little bit of the darkness here. Yeah. Um, and but let's, yeah, let's they're not afraid to get dark in like Batman world and like you know yeah. city like they do a lot of the DC stuff you know but hey whatever but hey what universe uh, hey man whatever man, this is the more light slick universe so then let's let's uh, rehash what ha- what happened at the end of the episode so uh, the Scottish the little Scottish uh, uh, girl uh, yeah. Agent Simmons um, has the disease she's quarantined in her lab. And the orders from Shield the uh, higher superiors ups. is that you have to dump any infected cargo, which means you have to like, I guess, dump the that Agent Simmons out of the um, plant. You just have to like execute her or whatever. Right. They have to literally dump them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and and when when. Uh, Agent Coulson gets that call. He's sort of like he's on a video screen, and he yeah. and he sort of says, "Well, we're getting cut off," and he he sort of disregards yeah. that because he's always been, and I guess that's what they're sort of trying to to signify is that he's always been kind of a yes man, you company know, right man. man, company man. And since his death in New York for eight seconds, for eight seconds to forty seconds, right? He, that's right. He uh, has changed, and now he's he's got his own team, and uh, he. Uh, he's got their back, you know, and, and he's not just going to, you know, do everything, you know, if there's a way to avoid losing someone, he's going to try to do that. And that, and that's because of death. That's because when yeah. you die, that's because he's, he's died before. And now he's, he just knows that it sucks to die. Yeah. Which maybe he wasn't aware of at first. Though. Yeah. He, and he even, well, he's with one of the, um, NYFD guys, the fire department guys, when he's right. right before he's about to die and he gives this monologue about death and what it's like. Yeah, he's like, I've died before. Uh, for eight beautiful. seconds. And the, the, and the fireman who was dying was like, don't you, th- do you mean 40? And he's like, no, uh, it's somewhere, but I don't, he's like, it's I don't care if it's eight, eight or 40. 40. And then they were like, they both agreed it's, doesn't really, it's neither here nor there whether it was It's almost not even worth mentioning both yeah. numbers because mm-hmm. it's you know. It's assumed that it's going to be between there and that range. It's always that's it's, always been the Marvel universe yeah, range the, of numbers, right? Exactly. That's sort of those are the numbers that Marvel uses. Mm-hmm. Um, while DC did fifty two, they did fifty two, right? That's a reference yeah. that I know. Yeah, the new fifty two um, yeah. that I don't really. I just saw it a lot in comic book stores. Yeah, that's just the whatever the new big kind of thing that's the big storyline big shake up in the universe um uh and then so uh agent simmons is quarantined um and uh her buddy polly walnuts is outside the quarantine line and trying to help her create a device that looks like a taser to as basically a um a way to an anti-serum once yeah they have this big fight is an anti-serum or or uh what's the other word that they use and uh, uh, eight and four vaccine. Oh, vaccine. vaccine. 
it's similar to the the N40 debate. Is is it an anti yeah, serum or a vaccine? They're trying. The problem is that no one has survived this disease. The three firemen died and started to float, and now they've test. They're testing this their vaccines on these mice, and they just keep dying and floating, and so uh, they realize that the Chitari soldier that was wearing the tainted helmet wasn't dead. He was survived. So until he got killed by, let's say Iron Man, I'll say the Hulk. Okay. Either one's a good, yeah, but I'm going to stick with the Hulk. Okay. I'm pretty sure we did see this particular Chitari soldier die on screen in the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I'm going to say it was from Iron Man, but you know, I'll stick to the Hulk. Yeah. So, um, they scrape some of his DNA out so that they can create the, uh, the antivirus thing. And then at first they try it on the mouse and it looks like it's not working. And so she, she kind of flips out and decides to, uh, just end it herself. She's like, fuck this. Hey, uh, yeah, she talked to my dad. It was really emotional, probably one of the more, more emotional scenes of the, the, of the series. Yeah. She, seen. she thinks she's going to die. And she says to uh, Colson, uh, tell my dad, I know there's protocol, but please tell my dad first. So she, he can he tell, can my, tell mom. my mom. Right. And then, uh, Which I think is a Scottish tradition. Mm-hmm. Like little Scott, little for little Scottish, Scottish people, people, I think that's what they do. It's tell my father I'm, I've got a, I'm dying of the Chitauri. She could have even, and just for on the dialogue thing, not to play Monday morning quarterback again, but she could have just said to Colson, "Do the thing that we're known for in terms of dying." Right. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's everybody knows what she's talking. Yeah, about. and and she and she or she could have said do the thing that we're known for and if she said I don't know what you talk if he said I don't know what you're talking Scottish about I said people? just google it. Just google little Scottish uh death traditions. And then maybe in quotes um dad. Dad. And that'll get you right to probably one of the first or second hits you'll get is that the Scott little Scottish dad is supposed to learn of his Death children's for, yeah. death before so that he can tell the little Scottish mom. And then she'd be like, but don't look at the image search because stuff gets a little bit oh, weird. Oh, yeah, because there's weird... There's uh, a fetishistic side, yeah, a sort of side of that. It, just do the normal. Just do the Google search, and if they just don't click image search. Which, of course, Colson does do the image search because <laughs> right. you tell him not to do something, he's going to do it. Because he died. Yeah. So he died. now he's different. Now, now he's not a company man anymore. He's going to do the image search. Yeah. Which he does. And then we saw a lot of stuff I was surprised to see on an ABC Disney that was Food sur- Network show. That was surprising. And that's the stuff that I was, because I was saying before, not to hit it too hard again, but that it wasn't really dark. But that those images were really dark. Oh, yeah. But intriguing. Intriguing stuff. Um, and for, for, I think for the true fans of the comics and stuff and for, of the fetish and of the fetish too. Um, but so, so she, she says that thing about the dad, the Google image search. And she says, uh, let me have some time alone with, Oh, Oh, uh, uh, Polly Walnuts basically, he also decides to go in. Did we say that? That he goes into he the went, quarantine. Oh, yeah. He decided to sacrifice himself and risk his life to save his um, little friend. And then 
and uh, he grabs the helmet that's in a secure place and brings it in, and because he knows that they need to get the scrape the DNA, yeah. and he and he opens himself up to the disease because it's the yeah. equivalent of cleaning a helmet. But he ultimately didn't get infected. He just kind of she just had to like not touch him. Apparently. Yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah, it's it's how the disease is transferred is a little bit unclear, but as long as you're not touched. Yeah. But anyway, she decides to, cause she knows she, he's going to try to stop her. She knocks out Polly Walnuts. Right. Everybody's gone. And she says, can I have a minute alone with Polly Walnuts and, and Lily Hammer nods and say, sure. Says, yeah. Sure. He says, sure. Forget about it. Right. And then, um, she knocks him out and then she goes to the, uh, what do you call that? The Bombay the bay, doors? The, the bay, bay doors, doors of the plane. The plane. And she commits suicide. I she mean, throws herself out of the plane. She throws herself out of the plane, which, which leads to one of the most, probably the most thrilling action sequence of the show. Yes. Of the series. Cause when I, the, my, one of the things that took me out of it, when the first episode you're seeing agent Ward do some combat and like the combat, to me, has always looked kind of in the first few episodes kind of weak and just like the sequences. Because you're you're comparing uh, it to the movies where it's I like know, yeah. super high, you know, right. high quality. That's uh, uh, just bigger budget, and they yeah. can make it look amazing. And on the show, it just ends up kind of looking a little weak or cheesy. You know, um, this was um, very uh, exhilarating. Yeah. So what happens is she jumps off, but uh, Polly Walnuts realizes that the anti serum did work on one of the mice. It just knocked it out right. first. It knocked it out. The mouse that was floating is no longer floating, and he's just sitting there being a normal mouse now. Right. And, uh, so that what they did work. It just it was delayed. So he grabs the anti serum. He grabs a parachute. Mm-hmm. And he's about to jump out, but then comes M. Ward. Then comes M. Ward. And, with his uh, guitar. With his guitar, and he grabs the parachute and the anti-serum, and he leaps out of there, and he starts buckling his parachute and uh, strumming the guitar as he He sort of scores the, the entire thing. Yeah. And, and, but it was. The, the effects were great. It was a cool action scene. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is actually exciting. Like, yeah, this is what I want to see. Yeah, this is the... Because when you think of the series, it's like, you know, none of the main uh, characters are superheroes. So, you know, okay, they're going to be thrown in once in a while. Mm -hmm. But, you know, obviously you want to see that stuff. I mean, that's one of the reasons that comic books are exciting is because of the action. Yeah. And I'm a sucker for that particular category of action sequences where it's like having to jump out of a plane with right. a parachute. Like I've always loved that type of stuff. Like if you point break, Ooh, it's got some point great break has stuff. some great scenes like that. That movie, that movie, the eraser with, yes, uh, with Arnold, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger and, uh, really Vanessa, Williams? Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Isn't it? It's either her or we're racist or Redgrave or yeah. it's either, uh, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of them. Yeah. It's either, um, yeah. And then I think, what else? Passenger 57 might have Passenger had Passenger 57 probably does. Let's name every movie that we think has uh, jumping uh, out of airplanes. Air Force One. Air Force One, Get Off My Damn Plane. Yeah, Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane, obviously. I don't think Soul Plane had that. Snakes on a Plane starring Paul, what? Uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, which one was the other I was one? saying Soul Plane probably Soul doesn't plane, have that. I don't think has that. Um there's different a different different kind of high flying action. There's not quite this, but in Indi- one of the Indiana Jones, they it's a rush to get on a plane. 
away from oh. the natives and they and they uh they go on the pontoon plane oh right 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 well so that's they, the they opposite. Do have to jump out on a raft Ooh, on a raft that's yeah. in the last crusade I think. Uh, that's in Temple of Doom. Though that's Temple of Doom. Round and and uh, the woman. And who, uh, the woman, the, the wife of Steven Spielberg. Oh, then I I shouldn't say anything bad about Steven Spielberg because I know he listens. But mm-hmm. I recently rewatched Temple of Doom within the last couple of years. That yeah. character is so annoying. Her only job uh, is Kate to be. Capshaw, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's really, she's very much a diva. It's like, hey, let's like take Celine Dion on a big. Right. Which is like supposed to be comic relief, but about halfway through the movie, like this is just getting annoying. We have short round to be the comic relief from the comic relief. Right. Exactly. She's really difficult to deal with. But I think by the end of it, she's. She's turned around a a little bit. So Stephen. Sorry, and yeah. it's just a little bit of Sorry, critique. Not on you, not about your wife, about the character. The character. Like, if we were in that situation with that character, we would be annoyed by her. Right. And, and I, I think, think, I think in, Indiana was. Indiana, Indiana was. Definitely annoyed by her. So, uh, and let's try to think of one other scene with the jumping out of an airplane, one other movie. Um, Iron Man Oh, duh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see Iron Man 3, but that definitely happens in 1 and 2, I think. Remember the Did one where she kisses, she kisses the helmet oh. and drops that? That's 2. That's true. Yeah, he jumps out of the plane. In Iron Man 3, Air Force One, I think, is attacked by the Mandarin. I need to see it. I might watch and, Iron uh, Man 3 tonight. It's pretty fun. I, 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 watch I, I enjoyed that. I liked it more than 2. Yeah, I wasn't. I liked 1 a lot. wasn't into 2. Um, it's got some fun stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, but he's got to do a crazy midair uh, saving multiple people. Whoa. Um, falling out of the plane. I'm into it. So in the show, though, M. Ward strumming the guitar, jumps down, parachutes, grabs uh, little Agent Simmons. Shoots her up with the, t- with the taser serum. With the taser serum and then lands. And, uh, and Coulson has some harsh words for them. He says, don't do any more stunts like that. Yeah, and we were like, no, do no, more. More of that. We need to see more of those Agent Coulson. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's like... <clears throat> I all... think they'll probably will because he's saying don't do that. Right. It's like, do as I do, not as I say. Do yeah. as I say, not as I do. Right. But then you obviously want to do what they do. You want to do what you're being told not to do. Right. Um, but again, it's like that other thing of like, she committed suicide. I mean, she didn't die. She got saved yeah. at the last second. But she did. All dark themes in the show. I want a little more di- – and not to play Monday morning like quarterback. Him, yeah. But – I get the sense that you'd really w- have always wanted to play Monday morning quarterback. I would like love to. How many to. times you mentioned not to play Monday Yeah, I recently quarterback. heard that term and I just wanted to throw it in here a lot. Uh-huh. Is that – that's the same as uh, armchair quarterback? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Monday, the, Monday morning I guess is the next day. Monday morning is about the game. Yeah, and then the, you start replaying it in your head. Exactly. Like, Monday morning you have all the information. So hindsight's twenty yeah. twenty. Armchair quarterback is while is during the game. You're telling them what they need to be doing. Maybe no, you're telling them what they should do in an armchair. Oh, okay, okay. So it's oh, like that sh- he should have made that catch in a lazy boy. Exactly. Yeah, or relax the back, which I think is a thing out here in uh-huh. L.A. I think that's a company that makes chairs. Relax the back? Yeah, I think so. I might have made uh, that. I think that's the thing. I'm not familiar with them, but that's a nice little plug for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to check that out, just don't Google image search them. Oh, no. Some weird. Relax the back is some weird fetish some stuff. Some weird fetish stuff. Um, 
So uh, the show was fun. Like a lot of cool elements. That that action scene was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I was a little bummed that Colson was like, I didn't like that action scene. Yeah. Uh, for him to comment directly on the action scene and say, don't do that anymore, maybe. <sighs> You were a little me about Colson because I really like Colson. You were a little like, saddened. Yeah, I was. I was bummed because I was like, no, that we needed more of these actions. So yeah, jump out of the plane more. And I feel like he's still you know, awesome though. They're he's, all okay. But he's also to. I mean, I don't know how this show works in terms of writing and directing, but that character is basically saying to the writers and directors, "Don't do that." Don't do that anymore. And you have to assume the person who's writing the episode wrote that action scene and was like, "Okay, now you're going to be playing Monday Morning Quarterback on that." Yeah, action and scene. And he's like, "Well, this is more of a." armchair quarterback because all i'm saying is throw a lazy boy yeah on a parachute yeah have m ward strumming on a lazy boy yeah which is much more comfortable place to play the guitar i assume yeah as not as someone who's never played guitar and i i've never sat on a lazy boy so you gotta try it um so um now i have to ask you you Obviously, are into the Marvel world. Uh, are you in general a comic books uh, fan, or is it mostly uh, Marvel? Yeah, yeah, no, um, and yeah, in general, I read. Um, I'm it, it, when I'm reading comic, but like lately, you know, I just have little phases of different mm-hmm. stuff. But I probably like I, I probably like Batman like the best as far as now. Like he's the one books. that uh, dresses sort of like a bat, like a bat, yeah, and he's the sort one sort of yeah. Yeah. He just is sort of like a bat, and he kind of fights crime. Kind of, yeah. He he'll uh, he's a guy. He makes like little crime maps. You know, if you look at you go online and you see if there's been any crime maps in your neighborhood. Right. He um, he's the guy that that sort of co- collects and synthesizes all the crimes that have to do with bats. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he has a guy who lives with him named Alfred. Yeah. Um, they're roommates, and they were. It was kind of like a potluck Craigslist type of situation. Right. How they found and, each other, and they the whole relationship is based on they still have to get rid of some of this food. Yeah. Yeah, because they tend to sh- over indulge at the grocery store. Right. You know? Now, uh, if you had to, and you do. Mm-hmm. Recommend to um, listeners to a specific Batman thing if they're not into like comic books or they want to get in or mm-hmm. there's a specific uh, uh, like a good run of yeah because I know there I mean I've read uh, a handful of uh, different you know I've like uh, what are the what are the Frank Miller ones from the eighties uh, um, the Dark Knight Returns, Returns yeah like I've like read a, that one the Year One and yeah stuff like that those ones are cool but what would you recommend? I, I just literally read I got one for Christmas that I thought was pretty fun. It's it's the new kind of like run of Batman and Robin. And like it's hard to I'm trying to figure out like there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on. Like Batman, Bruce Wayne disappeared and got lost in time for a while. And so his other Robins, because there have been multiple ones. Right, right, right. And they've all been kind of promoted to different, you know, you got one's Nightwing and one is like um, Red Robin. And then he sort of he sort of got the shit out of the stick on that. And one kind of defected and went went to the dark side and he's the Red Hood. Oh, right. Cool. And, yeah. uh, and then um, 
So one of the the guys I think that was playing the guy that was that was Nightwing I think took over as Batman, and then Batman's son, Damien, who he had with Talia Al Ghul, Raz Al Ghul's daughter, um, he was Robin. So he was Robin to Nightwing's Batman. You lost that was me. You lost I know. Me. I know. You lost me. So right I'm now, interested. though, I know. Right now, Batman's back. And he, it's him and his son fighting crime side by side. That, that's cool. And so the one that I just read is called Batman and Robin Born to Kill. And uh, because Robin, Damien, is ten, the newest Robin, is 10 years old, raised by Ra's al, Ghul, uh, Ra's al Ghul's daughter, and he's been trained. He's a trained killer. Whoa, 10-year-old trained killer. So he's got to resist the urge to kill everybody that they... Encounter. Wow! All right. Batman doesn't kill. That's his one rule. That's the only rule. That's his. That's his one rule. He doesn't even abide by gravity. No, he. Everything else is on the table. He Off the have, table. Uh, no. Well, wait. What kind of table are we talking about? Um, like a I just want to say. Table I'd like to say that it's. Sort of like a handcrafted wood one, but I would say it's higher. Yeah, higher. Uh, Every I would say everything's on the handcrafted wood table. The one thing that's off the table is killing someone, and that is just, that's right, on a different right, table. Right, that's right. on like a TV tray table that is collapsible, and you kind of keep it behind the couch. Right. So it's still on a table, but it's not on Batman. It's on his, his table. table. Yeah. It's not where he. It's it's, on that's Damien's when he has little TV. Yeah, for a kid table. who's watching TV. Right. And he's going to be watching probably Lilyhammer or something. Oh, he's I th- he's definitely into Lilyhammer. Um, I have to ask this because well, did you read comics when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. I'm going to mention this. I, I haven't done enough research, but I remember when I was a kid, I had a Spider-Man comic. Did you read Spider-Man? Yeah, I read some Spider-Man. There's one about a school shooting that was like before this before Columbine. This is like. I don't know why I'm bringing it down so dark well, and heavy, the, but this is this the was... issue that a lot, I mean, this is what a lot of parents blame school shootings on. Is, is that, episode. Batman, but I think it was around the same Spider-Man. time as like, um, the Jeremy video, the, uh-huh. the, uh, so Pearl jam. The... But I remember it being like, Whoa, this is totally different than it felt different. It felt a little bit more PSA ish, but it wasn't like it was dark. It wasn't, like, hey, kid, are you all right? You know, it was. Do you remember what Spider Man did? Like, what did he do to? Him? I remember him visiting him and talking to him. So the school shooting had happened. No, the school shooting hadn't happened. The kid had a gun, and I think he had had visions of using it in school. And, and I think he did. Peter didn't. Parker was in school with the kid. No, no, Peter Parker. Uh, he, he, I think uh, Spider Man was older. He sort of, of aged out of high school. He aged out of high school and was like visiting him back. I just found it. Looking back, pretty amazing that it existed, and I remember it being like reading it when I was like fourth or fifth grade, and be like, "Whoa, this isn't like other comics. This is really, really heavy." Yeah, they would take on a lot of uh, big dark issues um, from the news, like rip them from the headlines. You know, Law and Order style. Mm-hmm. Are there other ones similar? Like what? What are what are well, one that you remember? I think that I mean, I think nine eleven would play into right. some comic books when that happened. If there was, I feel like you'd have to. I mean. If, like especially yeah. for something like Spider-Man that's so right. based on New York City. Yeah. Um gosh, I I'm, I'm trying to remember I think, you know, I mean, they play on the big issues like poverty, Obamacare. Obamacare, 
was a big um, plot point of uh, of uh, one of the Batman. Books, right. You know, when he goes back in time, he's like, "We would, I hope we don't have Obamacare." Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I'm trying to think of one that's like kind of matches school show. I I can't, I can't think of one. I, I'm I can't think. Of You're one. not on the spot. Don't worry. You've got eight to forty seconds to figure it out. Oh, okay. So we're just gonna sit here silently. Uh huh. And we're just gonna ride it out. Now, do you think that this show, Marvel Agents of Shield, is the season first season over? They had ten episodes. The first season's not over. They had ten episodes. Um. And uh, I, they have a couple more. Oh, they got picked up some I more. Red. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they have at least. I think they had like twelve episodes. So they haven't. They have big cliffhanger. So it's like the mid-season cliffhanger, like that movie later. Cliffhanger. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like for the last episode, they showed the movie Cliffhanger. Right. They, and Sylvester I think John Lithgow, who's the bad guy, introduced it in the show. He said, "Like, and now yeah. let's watch right. Cliffhanger." Yeah. And so, which a lot of shows are, are kind of doing now because that's kind of, you, you got to have a big mid-season, like... Yeah, it's sort of a, a sweep-sweep type thing of like, yeah. well, why don't we just show Cliffhanger? Mm-hmm. A lot of shows are showing that now. Yeah. And it's either Lithgow or Stallone introducing it. Right. Great intro scene. That's a similar, not not falling out of an airplane, but Ariel, he's, oh, oh that's a great... Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Cliffhanger? It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a lot of uh, uh, edge of your seat. Nail biting. He takes off his shirt and he climbs up a mountain. It's freezing cold. He's oh, you know he's cold. One, you know he could lose that shirt at any moment. Right, and then not have it. And you know that it was a shirt that his grandfather gave him. I think that that was before that very first scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't see when they show on TV, but if you walked into the theater, they'd give you a little audio thing and they'd give a little bit of background about that shirt. Yeah, it's just you just hear like a fly on the wall, the dialogue of his grandfather giving him the shirt. And it started, it was like 30 years earlier. That's right. how it started. And then I hope it's we could like, find that. If I can find that clip, if I can find that online, I'll play that around here, but I don't know if I'll be able to find that. Right, because it. I think there's some copyright issue or or something like that. Um, Now, I read somewhere online uh, and somewhere meaning Wikipedia that some people think Mm -hmm. that Agent Coulson, when he died, that this might not even – spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. I mean this is just a theory I read online, but that he's like a replicant or a clone clone or something. What's your theory on that? I I think that's a very viable theory. I I do feel like it's – I do feel like it's him. I'm trying to figure – you know, it's like – I don't know anything they do to kind of like answer how he's still alive. I feel like is going to be is going to sound kind of disappointing. Or right. Something. It's like I kind of want him to be a clone so that he actually died and they just kind of kept his conscience or right. something somehow. Um, so then it would actually be like, OK, there are real stakes like somebody can die and they're dead. And then it's a very comic booky way, as opposed to Nick Fury just faked the whole thing, like but some know. big convoluted fabricated right. thing. Yeah, like so if he's if he's if he is really still alive, if they I don't know kept his body in some sort of suspended animation or something, I don't know. They did something, and that's what that's what you're is supposed to be revealed in the next episode because I've seen oh the in the episode. in okay and. Uh, 
He's. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should give anything away. You but, can. I mean. I mean, he's been. He's he gets kidnapped by this bad group called Centipede at the end of that, and they they want to find out what happened to him. So, so here's the weird thing out. to me is like him having died for I don't know eight to forty seconds mm-hmm. and coming back, however long that amount of time was, right. we don't know, but. Everybody's so surprised about that or focuses on that. But, like, there are aliens. There are superheroes. Like, right. the fact that he came back when I saw the first episode and I saw, or you know, I saw he came back. I was like, oh, he came back. It's- yeah, he's, he's back. I, you, I think everybody accepts it, and there's not going to be, like, a huge... Um, I think whatever, if anybody was really invested in him being dead and, like, not bringing him back, like, that's all past just knowing that he's on right. the show now already. So right, right. whatever the answer is... Um, it could, you know, they'll be fine with it at this point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they'll probably take spend a little bit of time playing Monday morning quarterback, or but yeah, you can't yeah. blame them. Uh, who who can blame them? Because everybody wants to be a, a Monday morning quarterback. If you had to come up with a drinking game for this show, for this episode, or uh, episodes in general for uh, Marvel, uh, ABC, sorry, Disney, ABC, ESPN, Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Paula Dean, mm-hmm. uh, what would what would you say people should drink to what moments? I guess every time Coulson talks about having died. Right. Or someone mentions Coulson died. Yes. And um, I don't know. That might be enough. That would be, I, that'd that'd be, be a be, lot. For this episode, you would have drunk... Like seven times. And I'd say for this, if you're just sipping on the drink, mm-hmm. every time for this episode, you hear a fizzed sound. Oh, yeah. Every time you hear a fizzed sound. And what I noticed is uh, now I'm sort of remembering that Polly Walnut's name is Fist. Wasn't his Wait, name? Fitz. Fitz. That's right. Which is basically Fist. Oh. Fist. Fist. And it was kind of about him. There was, um, it ended on him. The shot and weirdly, sort of weirdly. I didn't. I, yeah, they they like, lingered on him. I, for, I feel like maybe they're trying to set up that those two, the little Scottish scientists, should get together. Well, they're they, the size wise, they fit. Right, they fit together. Um, their genitals fit perfectly together. <laughs> right, I um, forgot that scene. Yeah, and. Uh, but you know, at the beginning, it was like they were trying to set up that Fitz has a crush on Sky, right? And then they don't really touch on that. So it's and he's trying to dismiss his thing with uh, Simmons, right? So I guess it's suggesting that hey, maybe there will be some hey. sparks and something to wait for in season mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Do they consummate the the relationship? Right. Will they make a little? And if they do, when the, it grows up, and eventually, hopefully, it won't happen. But if they outlive their child, will he find out first? Because that's the tradition. The tradition is that Fitz would find out, so that he could tell Simmons, right, um, that their little Scottish kid died. Which we hope doesn't happen. No. God forbid. God forbid. Um, well, thank you so much for watching Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with me. Oh, my pleasure. I'm um, glad, I'm glad uh, someone could watch it with me. Um, is there anything that you want to plug or mention? It doesn't need to be a plug. It could just be, hey, guys, think about this for a week or read this book or, or I saw this movie. But it could also be a plug. It's really – this mm. is my show is sort of open. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. 
Well, when is this? Is this coming out soon or something? It it's either going to be out. It's going to be on the next three weeks or so. It doesn't matter. Um, I would say I uh, I do for a little plug. I do uh, a monthly sketch comedy show at Upright Citizens Brigade in Los Angeles um, called A Kiss from Daddy. It's the first Wednesday of every month um, at eight o'clock. So. New yeah, comedy. To support new sketch new comedy. Live sketch comedy. Um, as far as what to think about, I think it's just like, you know, if you didn't, li- if you're not a fan of Marvel stuff, if you're not a fan of the movies, if you could care less about the comics and stuff, I think what you need is a bigger, a macro vision of it all. So you need to watch. So my suggestion would be to, to watch all Marvel Agents of Shield read all the comic books right and then you'll have a better understanding of what they're trying to do here. So you're saying if you don't like the comic books if you're not interested in the movies watch all of them read all of them mm-hmm. and then you might see and then you might see that that you like it and then what are you like going to say but let's say let me just play devil's advocate I'm somebody who doesn't like Mm-hmm. The comic books, I read mm-hmm. three because I'm listening to the show. Mm-hmm. I think you're a funny guy and mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. wow, I should take his advice. But I, mm-hmm. I, I, I should read all the comics. But I get three deep and I'm like, I'm just not into it. How do I get through the rest? Um, well, you take a break, you breathe, and then you just pick up that next one. And okay. It. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and it'll be great. You'll, uh, you'll, what you'll find is that you love it. And uh, once you get you to the end appreciation and, and it's once you get to the end of all of it. Um, and what's funny is that y- there never will really be an end to it. So you might never love it while you're alive. Right. Yeah. And, and isn't that great? I just think it's, yeah, yeah. that yeah. is sort of great. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. That's, that's what I would say. Well, thank you so much, Alan, hey, for, for, uh, for, for being here. I appreciate it. Get out. Get out. Just kidding. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, Thank you to Alan McLeod for dropping by. Uh, Of course, we watched Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the superheroes, the the guys behind the superheroes, behind the scenes. Uh, Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for – did you pay attention? Did you? Then thank you. If you didn't. You're a busy person. I totally understand. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, follow on Twitter, at Craig Rohn. I'm sa- I've been saying it the last couple of weeks, and, and, and I appreciate all of the followers who started following. And uh, you, you can tweet at me. Give me ideas. Uh, hope you're enjoying the show. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. Adios.